the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Welcome to the Stairway to Heaven, where we share the latest insights into the ever-changing high-frequency currents now baiting the planet and their effect on us all, the source of vital information for the evolving human being. I'm Wilda Wiecka. Hype and hysteria, controlling through fear. In times past, when there was less frequency present to support us, we believed we had to steal energy or frequency in order to survive. Sadly, to this day, most of our interactions are designed to get from others what we perceive we need for our continued existence. Be it love, support, money, or material things, much of our energy is spent acquiring them through manipulation or extortion. It's so intrinsic that most of us are totally unaware of our true motives or our methods. One common way of appropriating frequency is to gain power by disempowering and controlling others. Control is a highly sought-after commodity. It's believed the more control a person has, the more power. The more power, the greater the ability to overpower to obtain what we need. This mindset has infiltrated all our man-made systems. Society, culture, government, commerce, education, medicine, religion, and so on. It's become the structure upon which they stand, the very foundation of humanity. For generations, a tried-and-true method used to control the masses is fear. In and of itself, fear is not a problem. It's a natural and necessary response shared by all animals when confronted with danger, enabling them to protect themselves. In order to understand how this natural response has been hijacked and used against us, we need to go a little deeper into the nature of fear and its effect on our thinking and perception. To do so, let's examine the brain. The front brain, or cerebral cortex, enables us to connect with the frequencies of spirit, spirituality, love, compassion, art, higher learning, abstract thought, decision-making, and discernment. The back of the brain, or the amygdala, is a survival brain. When danger is present, be it real or imagined, the hypothalamus switches our thought process from operating through the front brain, where we have clear logic, discernment, and compassion, to the back brain, which houses the survival mode, fight or flight, responses with little or no logic or discernment. Our perceptions become paranoid and our reactions aggressive, much like a cornered animal. 
were controllable when in the survival brain, subject to those who know what triggers to use in order to manipulate our responses to those that benefit them. Consider the North American buffalo. Now, no self-respecting buffalo would intentionally run off a cliff and plunge to its death. However, the Native Americans learned that if they chased and terrorized the buffalo from horseback, it would cause them to switch to the survival brain. Once panicked, the entire herd could easily be driven off a cliff in order to be harvested for food and clothing. Just so, our existing system applies the appropriate stimulus to the masses, driving us into fight or flight, thereby controlling our behavior. Panic of the masses was at the root of the Great Depression. Trust me, there were those in control at the time who benefited greatly from the situation. This method of control through instigating others to enter the survival brain is commonly used in interpersonal relationships. All one needs is knowledge of another person's triggers to control their behavior. For instance, if a wife knows her husband has abandonment issues, she can get him to do what she wants by threatening to leave or withholding love. As we're increasingly subjected to higher frequencies, many are becoming much more aware and thus less controllable. This necessitates self-serving individuals as well as systems to pull out all the stops in order to maintain dominance. In both cases, these machinations are becoming highly visible and blatant. The danger is in the huge increase in manipulation from individuals in our lives and the massive hype and hysteria broadcast through the media and other sources. It is an attempt to keep us in fight or flight and paranoia and out of logic, higher thought and compassion. The more time we spend in our survival brain, the stronger and more dominant it becomes, lessening access to the cerebral cortex and with it our ability to engage higher thought, decision-making, interconnectedness, and love. Further complicating the situation is the energetic consequences of going into fear. Wherever we focus our attention, we align ourselves, and we align ourselves with that which we're focused on. Fear, by its very nature, is comprised of it's a compromise in frequency and with it our ability to reason. We tend to judge against anything we fear and polarize against it. Polarization creates an equal but opposite charge just like the positive and negative poles of a magnet polarized things are attracted to each other. By polarizing against what we fear we're drawing those very things into our lives. When we're in the survival brain paranoia becomes a factor paranoid, we tend to misinterpret benign facts as evidence of the very things we fear. This often causes us to catastrophize, forcing us deeper into survival mode, increasing polarization. So how do we counteract this nasty cycle that leaves us vulnerable to being misled, exploited, and controlled? How do we take back the reins of our perception and our lives? Two key concepts. If you don't want them to get your goat, don't have one, and know thyself. Ideally, we could access and clear all past damage, thereby removing triggers. However, this is not practical or even possible at this time. Not only do we have quite a stockpile of personal damage from this lifetime, but during the lower frequency times we accumulated much ancestral trauma that resides in our DNA. While healing past and current compromises is a necessary and helpful component to heal all most likely take lifetimes and generations of living in the higher ambient frequency. In the meantime, what's needed is a combination of healing and mindfulness. For healing, aka removing the goat, there are numerous viable modalities available. 
One powerful blend is psychotherapy combined with EMDR and shamanism. Psychotherapy can help us better understand our emotional and mental compromises. EMDR can bypass our neurological ruts in order to access them, and shamanism can correct the resulting energetic dysfunction, in some cases, even remove the distortion from the DNA. Do remember, healing the modality is only as good as a practitioner. In addition, every individual will benefit from a different combination of modalities at any given time. Being introspective and mindful is very important. This is where the concept of know thyself comes in. Look closely to your relationships and reactions to see whether you're coming from past and triggers and damage rather than clear and present facts. A challenging activity as it requires total honesty at owning our behavior. Yet, if we cannot acknowledge the thing, we have no hope of changing it. Basically, set guilt and shame aside, do your best until you know better, then do better. Become aware of your body. Physiological symptoms can serve as warnings that we're becoming upset and triggered. They can help us recognize when that pesky hypothalamus is about to switch us into the survival brain. At this point, we can regain control by stopping, taking a deep breath, and remembering that things are rarely as they seem. When confronted with stimulus having the potential to put us firmly into survival brain, rather than going out and buying copious amounts of toilet paper, we can keep our front brain engaged, allowing us to logically examine the situation and discern appropriate action. It'll also help us recognize any hype hysteria and manipulation being used in the present. The better we come to know ourselves and our triggers, the easier this process becomes, and the less we're subject to being controlled and used by outside influences. Practices that help re-enter the front brain when fearful or under stress include turning off the news or any other disturbing stimuli, deep breathing, meditation, walks in nature, physical activities such as yoga and tai chi, relaxing music, prayer, bringing to mind the things we love, and listing what we're grateful for. Once we start to come back into ourselves or re-enter the front brain, reframing our perception of the situation to find the benefits is very valuable. The best service we can provide at this time in society's evolutionary process is to remain present in the present moment and in control of ourselves, firmly grounded and anchored in the front brain. In so doing, rather than being controlled and exploited by copious amounts of hype and hysteria being broadcast on every level, we have a rare opportunity to be a lighthouse in the storm. By holding the frequency of love, compassion, and gratitude, we emit a beacon to help others navigate around the rocks and find their way home. Thank you for joining me, Gwilda Wiecka, on the Stairway to Heaven, where we provide updates on the energetic currents facilitating our evolution into conscious, powerful co-creators. Until next time, may you be blessed on your sacred path to wholeness. We are here. The time is now.